wants you to know the power of the underground. You just press down on this lever with your thumb and then... Welcome to the Underground Sessions podcast presented by Gerard Media LLC. Uh, big shout out here to WHFB in beautiful St. Joseph, Michigan. Um, we are hooked up with a pretty sweet studio set up over here. Um, we just finished recording my buddy Chris Kramer's live sessions. I am your host, Dylan Federici. We are here with my co-host, Michael Spank. Uh, say hello, everybody. Hey, how you guys doing? All right. Um, so uh, real quick. Uh, Chris, what did you think of the uh, setup we got going on in here, man? Yeah, dude. Um, it's really cool. It's kind of like a do-it-yourself kind of space. Um, acoustics are amazing and love what you guys are doing with uh, the sound and the lights and everything. So, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, man, I agree. I think it came together really nice. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously Mike here is the uh, lighting and camera and crazy stuff expert. I don't know anything <laughs> about that, so he doesn't let me touch very many things. Um <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, let's get into it real quick, man. Uh, so the uh, first song you played was uh, Hold On, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so tell me a little bit about like your, your inspiration for writing that song. Yeah, sure. Yeah, so I wrote that like um, a few years ago. Um, I was uh, in a transition from my community college to um, my secondary college. I went to UIC. So I think it was in the summer of, you know, when I graduated community college, going to college where I wrote it. But anyway, it's a really simple, like, song with, like, a simple meaning. It's just, like, hold on to, like, you know, your dreams. Hold on to, um, like, the the good things in life. And don't let the bad things kind of drag you down. Um, you know, uh, and relationship-wise, uh, it's kind of just about letting go and moving on from from people. Yeah, so, I either. Yeah, yeah, and I, I like I like just kind of listening to the music and doing the video for it. Um, and it seems like a lot of your music is more positive and kind of getting over things and moving in a positive direction and looking yeah. for something to kind of push you towards the right way instead of saying the uh, kind of depression, you know, poor me type yeah. of deal. Which you know you can make great music for that, not knocking it at all. Oh yeah. But your music direction is a little bit different, whether the tonality is sad or happy. Yeah. I uh, kind of have that like direction. And I like it. Thanks, man. Yeah, I definitely try to write. Uh, a little more inspirational, maybe a little bit more positive messagey of a song, even if it, it, you know, I am in like a kind of like a, a sadder place or whatever. If I'm writing it, I try to make the message more positive for sure. So real quick, just a question. Um, it seems like like you have a very unique sound. Um, so I'm curious where you draw a lot of your inspiration from, especially the song Hold On. It seems like there's not really, you know, as I'm listening to it, I'm not I'm not seeing a whole bunch of stuff that I can draw comparisons to. It's just like a really unique kind of song yeah, yeah I agree. for sure yeah i mean i uh i guess i drew like more from a, like a genre of like kind of like a folky kind of like uh alternative 
E kind of feel. And so I feel like that's like kind of what I where I write from most is kind of like a, just like a place like that or whatever. Um, obviously, like with other songs, whatever, like the the sound or tone or whatever might come differently. But this one specifically, I was pulling more from a, like a little more folky um, of a vibe. Yeah, I get that. I mean, if anything, I can kind of a, some of like the earlier Wilco stuff. It Definitely. Seems, seems like a little huge yeah. Wilco fan, yeah, huge yeah. Jeff Tweedy fan, <laughs> I mean, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So L- little bit of Jeff Tweedy in the. Uh, in that uh, song for sure. Yeah. Um, so I mean, and then going into your second song, it's a little bit, um, still a very like, I, I guess introspective song. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Heavier maybe. Yeah, heavier is a good. Yeah. But even heavier, even like the chord progression and the way you uh, compose the song seems a little bit, um, yeah, like heavier, darker, mm-hmm. a little more introspective. Mm-hmm. So. So talk to me. The second song was called Answers from the Sky. Mm-hmm. Um, so talk, talk to me a little bit about that one. Where, where did you come um, up with that? Yeah, so I wrote I wrote the chord progression, and then I added the lyrics. And um, when I was writing for my album, my Do Yourself album that I made last year. Which is called? Uh, it's called Fantasmic. There we go. And we'll, we'll plug some stuff from that a little later. <laughs> All right, whatever, we, we, so. we can take care of plugs at the end. We'll okay. take, yeah. Now but, you know. Now you know. <laughs> now you know. And so I was writing Fantasmic, and this was like one of the first songs I wrote. So like I was saying, you know, I had the progression laid out. And I started, you know, messing around with different tempos. And at first it was super slow. And then I kind of made it a little bit faster and kind of tweaked some of the chords and the added the bridge and added the the chorus type thing. Um, and then I, you know, I changed some of the chords from major to open chords or whatever. So you get those like kind of root chords, but you know, yeah, they, just it seems, like the, it seems like it, it rings out a lot. And then you and, open it up yeah, at yeah, the bottom. Absolutely. So yeah, I, I dig that. And it seems like, um, again, you get a little bit of Wilco-ish mm-hmm. in there. Um, it, it seems like, too, there's um, an element of, like, an Elliot Smith, yeah. you know, a little bit of Radiohead-ish, a little bit of... Mm-hmm. Amazing you know. compliments. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, Thank you wrote you. the music, so... Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we gotta, I mean, we're um, just pulling inspiration. Yeah, but no, I mean, that's just, though, yeah. just from, from what I was hearing yeah. from the... Uh, what we were recording. is it, it that's, that's where I drew from, and I'm a huge Elliot Smith fan. I oh, love yeah. Wilco. I love all that kind of uh, introspective folk influenced rock kind yeah. of stuff um but i, I mean wh- where else did you come up with like the the lyrics seem very uh again introspective it right. seems very like examining yourself and oh, seeing where sure. you go from mm-hmm. here so so is there like an event that you were kind of going through is there is it something that you were just you know feeling some type of way one day oh, yeah like, or is it you know multiple events definitely and you kind of wrote each song kind of specifically about that yeah it's it's both you know like i feel like that song specifically is multiple events just throughout you know life but specifically i think around the time when i was making the album um i was probably definitely more in like a uh like kind of a, like a darker place which allowed me to you know pull lyrics for that song or whatever to write a song like that um so it kind of just came kind of like a feeling started off with a feeling that I kind of wrote from. So, um, yeah, but definitely, uh, like a specific or multiple events, you know? So how how do you, what's your writing process? Do you have like, all right, I'm going to go like, this is my time. I'm going to go write a song. Or is it kind of just like I'm in the car or I'm just kind of at work or how does that work? Do you you have like a set time or it's just kind of inspiration strikes and you write it down? Yeah, definitely. It's a little bit of both too. Like inspiration strikes me at sometimes, when I'm away from my guitar and away from like a pad of paper, mm-hmm. but you know, I could pull out my phone and write it down or whatever. Um, you know, or, uh, it'll come to me very early in the morning. Um, like a few of the songs off the album did. And then I just kind of rolled with it. You know, I would just put it out on paper and kind of just like 
figure out the sound because the sound would be the very first thing that comes into my head and then trying to figure out how to make that sound come alive basically um so yeah i think uh you know the process is very much so i try to make it as organic as possible um like sometimes i'll sit in you know with my paper uh pen and a guitar and try to write for hours and nothing happens and then other times like i'll just sit down and immediately figure something out and immediately have lyrics so it it really is kind of like a random the wonderful thing about inspiration it can strike at any moment yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure I mean, musicians it's, it's 30 crazy, years bro. ago would love to have a cell phone in their pocket that can take oh, virtual know. notes and also record yourself. I know. Well, I, I, I feel think like, about yeah. that too. Like, how crazy would that be? Like, if, if Jim Morrison could literally just pull a phone out of his pocket and Seriously. be like, exactly. oh, I wrote this. Yeah, I mean, I, would, I just wrote all this music today. So let's see what, uh, let me just check my notes section. You know, like yeah, that's, that's it's insane. almost like too easy now. Yeah, it's like, oh, hundred percent. Boom, it's, there it is. Insane, dude. Yeah, yeah, because you would think how many more albums or any more songs that could be on an album just because they had that inspiration. They might have forgotten. Like, they might have forgotten. You've it heard too, so yeah. many stories. I mean, I know a couple years ago, Kirk Hammett lost his phone with a thousand riffs on it that we recorded, and he like he lost his cell phone, and that could have been a whole album, and they're completely gone. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's so, insane. I didn't, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, that's yeah, nuts. it was awful. That sucks. Like, dude, how many? You know, how many notebooks did Bob Dylan lose that just had like three albums worth of material in it? Oh, like that's man. that's what's crazy to me is like how many different uh mm-hmm. Yeah. Like not just rock and folk and like like the, every single genre like could have benefited from that. Oh yeah. Yeah, insane, any dude. songwriter, yeah. Exactly, man. So Man. But, yeah, but um, you lost two thousand riffs? He yeah, he had this huge file on his cell phone. Um you can actually find the interview where he had it and he's kind of being very positive about it because obviously he's like maybe it's meant to be and those riffs weren't supposed to be on an album right but you know internally it's burning a hole inside oh, yeah, of him because cr- i mean he, you know i mean he's in one of the biggest metal bands of all time oh, my God, you know and it you know and then you lose all of those riffs because you know Dude, some 16 year old kid somewhere is just about to have that baddest metal band on the planet <laughs> right up <laughs> these right up until are... right up until he runs out of those 2000 riffs and then yeah. they're just gonna be like all right we're breaking up it's done we're yeah. over we're, we're done here great work it's like wait yeah. a second that sounds familiar <laughs> that sounds hold on yeah. one second you stole my phone wait a second <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh so um going back to your music uh we went off on a little bit of a tangent there but uh, your music i agree absolutely loved the two songs and i thought it was a really cool juxtaposition like mike said is like the one was very upbeat and uh pushing through a tough time and the other one was like yeah okay i'm in this tough time like what do i do you know and that's uh it was a cool juxtaposition but i'm curious as to because hold on was not on phantasmic right no yeah i've listened to phantasmic uh like sixty-seven thousand times or so, uh, <laughs> since you gave me a copy of it, nice. uh, I love the album. But um, so your spike in viewership came from, yeah, that's where all the views came from. Absolutely. Um, but so, so I'm curious: is why why did you uh, choose to not include "Hold On" on that album? Was it is just too severe of a mood shift? I guess, or is it well? I so I wrote Hold On way before like Fantasmic was even like a thought or whatever. And um back when I was living in Chicago, um I had recorded a few different songs with uh, a buddy of mine, David Hernandez. And so that was one of the songs that we recorded together. However, I just didn't think about adding it on to um Fantasmic because I was in a different place and wanted to create something entirely new. 
Um, and a lot of my old stuff I had recorded, I just didn't want to include it. I just kind of wanted a fresh slate. So, so you kind of wanted um, the album, the Phantasmic album, to have sort of a theme. Yeah, not, I wanted to write pulling, new stuff. You know, because I know some first albums, some bands, they pull stuff that I wrote yeah. when they just started, and then when they were in the studio making that album. That's true. So you kind of just wanted to have that time frame and that concept exactly. idea going through. Yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah, cool. totally. Do you have plans to put that on an album later? I mean, what, what are you working on right now? Yeah, like, I do. Um, so I'm kind of collabing uh, the work I did in Chicago with, with, you know, the song Hold On. It's going to be on yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, so a few of the, uh, the older stuff that I recorded, um, I'm going to kind of mesh that with some songs from Fantasmic, take a little bit from each, and uh, release that on Spotify. So um, that'll probably be, a, uh, be out soon. Um, Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. man. And then, um, yeah, as far as like future, uh, you know, releases or whatever goes, I'm definitely going to try to, uh, write a new album soon. So sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Can't, can't wait can't to hear, wait, man. Can't wait for more music. You yeah. always looking for a new band, yeah. um, new band, new music, everything. And like I said, you, you gave me Fantasmic and it was on repeat in my car for, uh, probably a good four or five nice weeks man. and you know. Yeah, I mean, you're lucky you have a, a car with a CD player. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, dude. It's, it's the height uh, of luxury. Yeah, Absolutely. Exactly. They don't even have that option in cars anymore. God, who even, yeah, right? Who listens to CDs? I mean, yeah, mine, no, what, <laughs> what nerds, dude? <laughs> Mine's in my glove compartment. What? Yeah. Yes. It's, How does that even work? Yeah, it's... I don't know. That how, seems very unsafe. Is it like yeah. one of those where like you uh, load it? Is it like, you know, it pops out, and then you put the CD in, and then you put the thing in or is it just yep. like okay straight man. in the glove compartment wow. very that's, interesting that's, a that's an interesting weird design. dynamic yeah. you also have a like a like a stash uh, seat uh, underneath your <laughs> underneath your chair oh, I, I thought that was kind of cool that was weird yeah you can uh, <laughs> I was like who's uh, that's a genius thought <laughs> yeah man I mean definitely if you need to hide all your soda pops <laughs> in your passenger seat that's the place to do it um, or you know valuables like yeah uh, you know you know, yeah, we'll bring like that CDs. back, Dodge. It's like CDs, dude. Little CDs. Good place to hide your sheets. We just all know where Dodge's brain was at when they made that car. Yeah. We'll just leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> so, so um, we we finished. We did two originals, and then you did a cover. Yeah. Um, what was the cover song you did? Uh, High and Dry by Radiohead. Awesome. I, yeah. And I know, so Radiohead is like one of those bands, I feel like, that has kind of, I don't want to say a cult following. But um, I, I equate them to like the Talking Heads, um, even like like an Elliot Smith that we brought up before. It's like they kind of have this effect on people. All right, we're gonna take a break from the conversation for just a minute, so you can hear Chris's cover of Radiohead's "High and Dry." If you want to watch the video or check out any of the other live session videos we've shot, the link to our YouTube channel is in our description. Make sure you hit that subscribe button so you can watch any future videos we post. Enjoy. Hi, my name is Chris Kramer, and this is a cover of Radiohead's High and Dry. Drop. And you 
Kill yourself for recognition Kill yourself to never have to stop You broke another mirror You turn it into something you are not Don't leave me strongly about Radiohead, yeah. about Talking Heads, about Elliot Smith. Like, there's something about that music that speaks to a lot of people. So where, um, 
What what was your thought process in in choosing the cover song you were gonna do? Yeah. Um, and then why specifically that song did? Yeah, I think like like you were saying like Elliot Smith, Radiohead, and like Talking Heads. A lot of people like I mean, are that's the big three that come super to me. super yeah, like gravitated to those people just because like they were like ahead of their time or had like such a unique sound that there's no one like kind of like them. And so that you know, that's what I love about those bands. And I chose that song because like Radiohead to me, I'm like you know you'd say like a cult following like yeah i'm definitely like a huge radiohead uh radiohead fan like a super devoted fan um i just love their music and i love tom york and his voice is amazing oh and, yeah and their songwriting is is great too but i just chose that song um it's like one of the first songs i like sang for um you know uh just uh, a live cover when i started playing in like restaurants and stuff like that um, it was a really cool cover. I really love the chords that that um, that come. You know, they ring out really, really sweet. And um, yeah, uh, you know, I just I just really liked the song. So yeah, I feel yeah. you on that. I mean, um, it's fun. Radiohead is like one of those things too. I feel like like I love Radiohead's music, but it's like I feel like it's I can only do it in small doses. Yeah, right. Like it's like it's one of those things where it's like I get way too introspective and thinking about my feelings and they're, I listen they're, to too much. You they've know been what I'm describe, yeah, a yeah, lot of like people describe like, them as like existential or like yeah, for type sure. music. And it's, it's just like one of those things where I'm like, I'm like, oh, man, that was a great song, but it's like, yeah. You're drained. Man. You gotta take all a break. Right. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Okay. That's probably what separates them from all the other bands that came out in the 90s and 2000s because, you know, that was kind of that genre of that alt, you know, alt yeah. Oh, for sure, for sure. And they had the flavors of it that made the, it palatable across a lot, but oh, yeah. they had way more deeper meaning. I mean, even the song Creep alone, just yeah. alone, is, you know, you hear that live, it's beautiful. It I is, mean, yeah. it's such a song that. There's always somebody that has that point in their life. I don't care. You know, right. there's always oh, that one sure. point Someone's, where some people yeah, are just sure. like, man, what's wrong with me sometimes? Totally. You know? so yeah, I'm sure I, we all feel Oh, like I mean, that's, that's, yeah, that's huge. Yeah. And you know? it's, it's the weird thing, I think, with, uh, again, we'll, we'll kind of go back to the artists we were just saying is um, Talking Heads, yeah. Radiohead. Uh, I mean, you even throw like Bob Dylan and Elliot Smith in there, as we were trying to say. It's like all of their songs are covered all the time. Like, like it's crazy. Yeah. Like, and it's so cool. Like, and to me, that's like the mark of yeah. true artistry, right? Like that is the mark of a good musician is the fact that someone will play your song. And I've heard some insane yeah. covers of Radiohead, of Talking Heads that are like yeah. completely off the wall, completely oh, yeah. different from the original. And it's like, just like the yeah. emotion's still there, right? Like it's yeah. still the same, um, feeling you get right. from the song even though it can be completely you know i've heard jazz versions of creep from radiohead and i'm like completely different but it, it's like mind-blowing how the essence of the song is still there within a different genre completely right and yeah, that, that's yeah. how you tell it's a good song because you know you can sit there and cover songs and change the bpm and the guitar parts or even not even have guitar and like you said make a jazz version of like a a pretty sad song right you know, and, and if if the words have to come out that the way they come out, I mean, you know, that that song was meant to be the way it is, and that's why it's so good. Right. You know, oh, you can't sure. change yeah. it and make it even better because sometimes some covers, oh yeah, you know, are, are a little bit better than the original in some opinions. You know, I so. mean, yeah, you can't make uh, like a fond farewell from Elliot Smith a happy song. There's some songs that are just so no, it just has to be like their that. own. Sure. Well, that's yeah. the power of the song that he wrote. You and know? it's sure. cool because like you know, artists like Neil Young, like amazing yes. songwriters. When you cover one of their songs, it's almost like a guarantee. It's like people will know who it is 
mm-hmm. and people will appreciate the cover or at least know the cover well enough because that artist has broken through to so many different people. It's well, like it's, and these even covers if you are don't like a know guarantee. That that's who wrote it? I mean, there was there's songs that I've heard yeah. that I've heard like artists that I enjoy covering a song, and I'll be like, dang, that's a good song, and I'll share it like. Like, I'll send it, my dad and I go back and forth with new music all the time, and I'll send it to my dad and be like, dude, this song is awesome. And he's like, yeah, you know, the Neil Young version's better. I'm like, that's a Neil Young song? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're just like, wait. I'm like, wait, hold that's on. That's who wrote hold that? Hold on, yeah. Oh, let I, me back oh, up. Yeah. And then, I mean, but that's really um, the beauty of music. You know what right. I'm saying? You find things, and then you go back and find the originals, and you find, you know, you look at any Zeppelin song, and you go back, and oh, it's, yeah. oh, okay, so some dude who wasn't getting paid anything back in the day was recording this like with no equipment right with nothing with right. no he didn't know how to play you know what i'm saying it's like all these crazy things and it's like that's like insane like yeah and again the the feeling carries through with that music definitely right? like yes and you yeah. can just make it your own you know like with your covers which is why covers of covers um or covers of originals by you know other artists uh are so popular too because it's like their own interpretation of the song and in their own way, it kind of becomes their song, too. So it's cool. Yeah. To an extent, yeah. And I mean, there was, right. um, I forgot what the album was called, but Johnny Cash, near the end of his life, did a whole album of covers. Oh, yeah. And it was uh, really cool to see because a lot of them, is it, again, what we were just talking about is it, it had the same kind of feeling, but it was Johnny Cash, right? right. Mm-hmm. Like he was doing the Nine Inch Nails song. Exactly. Yeah, the, that's the one I was thinking one. of, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. He did, uh, what was it? Um, Hurt. Redemption song oh, mm-hmm. from Bob Marley. Oh yeah, too, yeah, yeah. With uh, I think he did it with like Joe Strummer from that Clash, which was a really cool. It was unique, but it was again, it was like kind of have these certain feelings that you're used to from the original version of the song, mm-hmm. and you're just like, huh? Like okay, uh, that's Johnny Cash. Apparently. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, there was there's a few that I had to go back and forth, and was like, was this a Johnny Cash song or was this a Right, you know, like yeah. a few on that album, there I was like, I have no idea who did the original, but you know, that's how you find new music. Totally, and it kind of leads from one thing to the other. That's why, like Spotify's, um, like the algorithm they have. That's just like, if you like this band, yeah. you're gonna like. That's the closest thing to going into like an old school record store as you can get. Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I and, mean, I mean, there's no other place that you can spend you know ten dollars a month and get stuff from some you know unknown chicago blues guy to the latest and greatest hits of right. today in pop music you know what's funny spotify pays us nothing uh, <laughs> nothing <laughs> I, mean, I mean i'm just but but it is a good point like you know when we go into i still collect vinyl records and i know mike you do mm-hmm. too and we'll go uh we'll go to a shop and we'll go in and the guy's like oh what are you looking at oh it's oh father john misty's like dude if you like that album let me let me hook you up with something new yeah you know and definitely for the people who don't collect vinyl and don't have that experience, it's kind of like that Spotify is kind of the closest thing you get. But it's it's really cool, too, because there's things that I've never like I came across a band the other day that came up as my suggested and it had like three thousand people as fans. And I'm like, oh, yeah, like that seems like a weird thing to suggest for me when mm-hmm. I was listening to, you know. Yeah. But hey, I mean, you oh, like yeah, the band, right? Oh yeah, I, they yeah. were good. I Analytics would not. Work, I would man. not have found some amazing, amazing bands without Spotify. So oh, I know. Yeah. And it's the crazy plug. thing too about vinyl is that for the first time, vinyl actually outsold any physical music. It outsold CDs yeah, it did. and everything. Yeah. Okay, streaming. Yes, that's it's hard to count oh, that. Yeah, but, but but physical yeah. music sales, vinyl is actually at the top. Vinyl is cool, and it's Dude, 
Vinyl's cool, everyone. Go buy it all. Yes. yes. I just bought a, a record I. player. I.E. Third Man record shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm just kidding, guys. Don't go buy vinyl records. You're driving the price up, and it's getting really inconvenient for me. So <laughs> for, don't yes, do that. Because I, I, I need some artists in my collection, I, I and know, I don't need dude. them to be taken away. Well, I remember when I first got into vinyl, and I mean, we're not like old. Yeah, <laughs> we're not yeah. the age group that people associate <laughs> Where we say when I first vinyl. got into yeah. vinyl. No, but I mean, when I, when I first got into vinyl, I remember going and getting... Dude, I got like an Eric Clapton record for like 50 cents. Wow. And I still have it. It's a great uh, slow hand from Eric Clapton. Oh, wow. 50 and cents? Dude, I got it for <laughs> 50 cents. What store do they not know who Eric Clapton is? I don't I don't know. I want to go back well, there because I I'm probably saying. don't know anything. I want to go see who they have. Yeah. <laughs> We've been there before, Mike. No, but uh, that's my point is before this kind of resurgence of vinyl, I was paying 50 cents because nobody wanted records. Right. Right? And now it's like I go in there and I've... Uh, what was it? I mean, we... Just ran to Walmart. I know. <laughs> there yeah, were some even, good records even, there. But they're like forty dollars. Even yeah. the remastered 2018 ones. Yeah, they're like twenty five dollars. Oh, oh, I know. know? And, and I did yeah. almost just want to buy them though, just because I want more there of was my some collection. Good ones. I was wondering why Walmart. Whoever's in charge at Walmart of ordering, they know what they're doing. <laughs> they know what they're doing. Yeah, I mean, there's even original albums that I bought recently that were twenty five dollars, and they're yeah. from seventy two. Yeah, and it's you like, buy it's them. Like, dude, come on. Yeah. And, and the great thing, I'm just happy that they are that old and they actually work. And they work. So, yes, yeah, I know. Yes, it's like a yeah. little vinyl cleaner, get all the dust off. That's true. You need that. Dude, you there need is that. there is nothing more satisfying than just the like. Yeah, and, and just putting the needle that's on the thing. There, it's dude, like the crackle, like a ritual. Yeah, the like, crackle and, and it, the sound also the sound quality. And it's 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 like the only physical part of music because if you don't have the volume on the the needle still produces the sound so yeah. it's, it's it's as physical as music gets besides actually playing it through a speaker and having the sound waves well i mean totally. back back in the old day they, i mean um i can't remember the specifics of it but i remember i did a bunch of research on it and it was almost like like they would play it and it'd be spinning backwards or something and it would cut into it because of the vibrations and then that way when you played it the other way like like it's literally the vibrations are causing the you know that music to be played and it's, it's wild which I is mean, crazy to think as you look at an album just face value and you're like oh there's some grooves in here but microscopically they're creating all the music you're hearing which isn't that it crazy? kind of blows my mind a little bit it, yeah those little lines mind. if you zoom in them yeah. on like a microscope yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm sure they're yeah it, and then you just get the the full band like everything's recorded and then pressed into those little waves have you guys ever seen what? that uh that video someone did on youtube and it was it was mind-blowing really so what they did is they took like a camera and made a program to read things like they were grooves on a vinyl record wow right and so hmm. he would took like all these different things like he took like he cut a slice out of like a tree stump and like put it on what? and it was like that's insane it was because he it, the whole concept was like to hear what nature sounds like if it was music kind of thing that's I mean, right kind of like a oh. cheesy and he made he made like still, a record out of like man, the wood or whatever, yeah, right yeah so he like he sanded it really smooth so all it would read was like the uh that's the insane. rings on the tree and stuff but it was like it was like hauntingly beautiful. Like it was oh, cool, man. man. That's I mean, art, but right there again, I mean, that's with the physicality of like vinyl and all that brings to the table. Really, mm -hmm. it's cool. Yeah, yeah. I love vinyl. Beautiful. Can't wait to get more. But again, don't buy it because you're driving the prices up. So please <laughs> stop. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're like the Joe anything. Bonamassa yeah, of vinyl collectors. Yeah. We're gonna have so much. We're gonna create a museum. Yeah. Sell it. Sell it all. We're gonna wait until we buy it all, and then you can buy it from us. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah, so that's probably the best way to do things, right? We'll make money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> nice guys. Good call. <laughs> Yay.
Um, so real quick, I just want to uh, go through some uh, shout-outs here for WHFB, WIMS, Gerard Media, LLC. Um, man, they are hooking it up here. Dude, we got the studio setup is it's nice. beautiful if you check. I mean, well, it's cool. once we uh, finish setting everything up online, we'll have the uh, the Instagram, the Facebook, um, you know, all of that good stuff. And same goes for WHFB, WIMS. Um, check them out on Facebook. You can find them on the TuneIn app. Uh, that is for WHFB 102.5 FM and AM 1060. WIMS is AM 1420, 95.1 FM, and 106.7 FM. Um, again, find that on the TuneIn app. Check them out on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and all that cool stuff, man. They got uh, some pretty sweet stuff going on there, um, and I'm sure you'll be seeing a lot of us on there as well. Uh, yeah, I mean, I just want to go through real quick. Obviously, this is the first episode of the Underground Sessions podcast. Um I mean, I, our whole goal here is to kind of shine a light on musicians like Chris, like guys, especially right now. Um, obviously, we're in the time of the Ronas. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, we're in Rona time. So it's, uh, it's a weird time. It is a weird time. And I mean, it's hard for musicians to kind of find their way right now. I mean, there's a mm-hmm. lot of guys, there's a lot of people doing some really cool stuff, like Chris coming up here and recording stuff in the studio. That's a really cool thing for you to do. You should contact us and figure out how to do it. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, it's there's a lot of uh, weird weirdness in the world right now, I guess. Uh, but it's it's it, it is cool to see people's innovation and how people are kind of overcoming things. Uh, but we we really want to uh, kind of grow the local music scene, not just out here in you know St. Joe, Benton Harbor, um, all these areas up here in Michigan where the studio is. Um, but we you know, Chicago, Wisconsin, this whole area. I mean, we've, me and Mike have been playing in this area for good old Midwest. Yeah. I mean, there's a killer music scene out here and just yeah. not a lot oh, of yeah. I mean, Chicago alone is the third largest city in the United States. There has to be somebody there. I mean, oh, at least. Least. I mean come sure. on. Yeah. At least there has to be, you yeah. know, yeah. And, and the whole point oh, yeah, is just, yeah. you know, there's, there's a lot of, it's, it's kind of hard because there's a lot of, um, you know, music that is already famous that they, you know, push you and you can listen to everything. But it's like, you know, where where do the new bands get their start nowadays? It's kind of hard because there's the record company kind of thing where they, you know, have the marketing, the studio to push everything and spend a lot of money in a band. You know, this DIY stuff, just like yourself, you make an album, you know, kind of how do you push that, you know, new music? And, and there's also a point of, like you said, there's the Rona times. There's no live music. So if you yeah, can at no least sit back and at relax and enjoy venues, just straight yeah. music, there's no p- politics or anything. You just listen to some live music that you've probably never heard of. You like it or you don't. And you I mean, know, we have a whole here. selection. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I mean, there's going to be, you know, metal bands to singer-songwriters. I mean, you're just going to have the whole palette and be able to enjoy yourself and just kind of take away from anything. It's a cool thing that you guys are doing. and uh, I appreciate it, Chris. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, uh, it's only, you know... Starting, and it's only beginning now, but I mean, already there's just so much potential for some amazing music to happen here. Yeah, the first step is always the most important. Sure. So Yeah, so absolutely. For sure. So, Chris, so let's uh, start plugging some of yeah, your... Yeah, uh, you gotta... You gotta yeah. yeah, where the where can the good people here see all of your okay. music? Here's, here comes the, the list of plugs. Um, <laughs> Get your pen and papers out, ladies and gentlemen. So, just, just a heads up, before Chris starts just rattling things <laughs> off here, because he's everywhere... Or going to be everywhere soon. Um, 
you we're gonna post all this stuff in the episode description and you know don't worry about it. Well, we'll take care of you. We'll yeah. make sure yeah. you can find. Yeah, if it goes too fast, stuff. you'll definitely be able to find it. Do not <laughs> yeah, worry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. So Spotify, the album Fantasmic, uh, Chris Kramer, K R E M E R. So that's gonna be on Spotify. Hopefully by I want to say late October at the latest or November. Put that on your calendars. Uh, yeah, otherwise you could check it out right now on Bandcamp. That's Chris Kramer, K-R-E-M-E-R. It's on Bandcamp, as well as uh, my earlier release, uh, Move Along. That's just some stuff I recorded kind of, you know, when I was living in Chicago. And uh, some newer stuff as well. But yeah, Fantasmic Ooh. is on Bandcamp as well. So Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Awesome, guys. Um. Man. Oh yeah, and I just have to thank uh, WHFB for having me and for having us in here in this amazing studio, and uh, thank you and you as well. So you yeah, know people are listening. They don't know who you uh, and you are. I mean, I'm sure they. So the people are listening, I pointed across <laughs> to Dylan, and then I pointed to my right. Well, like, uh, yeah. just to clear. Yeah, we appreciate you <laughs> driving up here and playing some music for us. Um, you know, it was yeah, obviously yeah. a joy to film you because you know it's a great time to just listen to some new music too and. You know, and in uh, you know, be able to hear some stuff that may not be on the album, which is kind of a treat. And oh, you yeah. might have written that a long time ago, but you know, I mean, it's kind of nice to just be able to hear different aspects of what you like. So yeah, yeah for sure, man. And um, yeah, I mean, if we're uh, if you're watching on YouTube and all that, um, just a heads up. I mean, this is uh, kind of a temporary setup right now, but again, WHFB is Gerard Media hooking it up. They're, we're working on getting our whole Some podcast. serious hookup, Some for sure. serious hookup, man. Uh, we're working on getting our, our whole podcast studio. We're going to have our our own space in here, and it's going to be yeah, it's gonna be killer, man. Um, yes. You know, obviously, things will be updated on social media, all that stuff as time goes along. But uh, till then, we're, we're glad you chose to tune in, hear some new music, and uh, we'll see you again next week. All right. Everyone have a good see day. See Did you find what you were looking for?